Welcome to an elite group of women in the Mumpreneurs Club, a podcast designed for women in business with children and social lives. Whoever said you can't have your cake and eat it too didn't listen to an episode of the Mumpreneurs Club. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Mumpreneurs Club. Yesterday, Cardi B, who is a famous singer, rapper in America, posted a video on Instagram that literally was the voice from within my soul that I think a lot of women would relate to and was literally just like, Everything that we've ever felt, she just came out and said with so much confidence. And for those who haven't seen her Instagram post from yesterday, I am going to play a recording of it, but please jump on her page. It's I am Cardi B. You will see her in a tiny blue Louis Vuitton bikini, really putting an end to a lot of haters and shit about her weight and, um, just people trying to troll her about her weight, which unfortunately is still going on for women and men. But it's always, I feel, been an issue for, for a lot of women, what we look like, what shape we are. Um, it's always been, I guess, a sense of achievement to be smaller. If you're smaller and you're petite, you feel better about yourself, you think you've achieved more uh, and it's just bullshit and it's just ridiculous that we've come so far in so many things but we're still, when it comes to body image, we're still so far behind. It still is a huge portion of, of what consumes our thoughts. You know, if you have a candid conversation with any woman out there, they will tell you even the most confident women that look beautiful and you sort of look at them and go, well, you look amazing. Like what what problem would you have? They are consumed by what they eat, how much they've exercised, what they look like. That whole does my butt look big in this became such a huge famous phrase that we that we use and we laugh at. But what the hell does it matter how big your bum is and how it looks like in something? But we all do it. We're all so obsessed with how skinny or how thin clothes make us or if we jump on the scales and we're a little bit lighter, we're going to have a better day. If we fit into jeans that are a smaller size, we're going to feel better about ourselves. And I'll play you the Instagram post that Cardi B put out there because I just thought it was so fitting for how a lot of us are feeling, especially coming out of ISO. You know, we're a little bit down. Our confidence isn't there. We've been in pajamas or trackies most of the time since March. And, um, you know, she just calls it. She calls it how it is and she puts an end to haters. I always tell my kids at the end of the day, a bully loses their power if you show them that you don't give a fuck, you're only going to give a bully a voice if you show that what they're saying bothers you or gets to you. So I'm about to play what she posted um, and then we can have a chat about it uh, after that. I have to do this video because I'm seeing that y'all putting this edited target picture of me looking like a motherfucking square. So, you know what I'm saying? I have to do this video because yesterday I posted a picture too spicy and the haters claimed that I was photoshopping it. So now I gotta show you this motherfucking body. Now, I know a bitch gained some weight, you know what I'm saying? Because I have to make the thighs match the motherfucking ass. You know what I'm talking about? 
But I know. I know you bitches ain't talking when y'all shaped like seals. And I know you niggas ain't talking when y'all got sisters with bison backs and y'all mothers is shaped like walruses. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all ain't body shaming me. Now, I know I gained a little weight. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm actually holding it in because I ate breakfast, lunch, and I ate some ice cream. Hold on. Back again, again. I'm back at it again. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter, though. A bitch got life for money. I got life for money. Esto. So. <laughs> that literally is gold. That is the attitude that I wish we all had. And frankly, that I wish I had as well. Just call it like it is and put those haters to shame. We give power to people when we show that we give a fuck. We need to stop this pattern of self-loathing and abuse. And it is getting better. But to a degree, we all still have it. Anybody that's listening can relate. I'm almost certain of it. Even the most confident women that don't have have an issue with eating, that don't think about it that often, if you are being really true to yourself, if I told you now, think about the feeling you get when you fit into a smaller pair of jeans or think of that feeling that you get when somebody says, you look really, really good, have you lost weight? You feel great. And how is that even a compliment? How is it even a compliment that we tell someone that they've lost weight? Becoming smaller in size somehow warrants applause and congratulations. When you really think about it, it's, it's ridiculous, but we all fall for that. When, when somebody tells you that you look better for being smaller, you think that that's what you should be. Now, I've I've had the other side of, of the coin in that respect as well, where, you know, I might not have the criticism about my weight in terms of being too big or, or whatever that might be, but even shaming someone being too thin or not being exactly what they thought you should be is still bad. I mean, there were times where I would be really scared or I'd get anxiety when I went to um, somewhere where there was a lot of people or some sort of gathering because I felt like everyone was talking about me. And then they would have the audacity to say, oh, are you okay? You look really thin. You look sick. It's not okay to tell someone to their face that they look sick or that they're too thin. Being too thin or too fat doesn't change who you are as a person. But in order for us to all educate ourselves and change it for the next generation, I think we need to be a little bit more like Cardi B and just tell people to fuck off. Honestly, if you can turn around to people that say comments that you don't like and not be worried about how you don't want to hurt their feelings or be rude, because if you think about it, they're being rude to you. If you can just say, do you know what? Off you fuck, moron. I don't care what size I am. Too big, too thin, whatever it might be, fuck off. I don't think they would do it again. They'd probably walk away thinking you're rude, but they wouldn't do it again. And maybe that would stop them from doing it to another woman down the track. I really just think we need to be like that. At the end of the day, our bodies have, for a lot of us that are mums, beautiful children into this world. We have made and grown human beings inside us. Our bodies 
are literally the vessels that carry us all day. They do so much. We shouldn't hate it and it shouldn't matter what size it is unless there is a health concern, which 90% of the time, that's not the reason why we're obsessed and fixated with size. It's very rarely health-related. And the media and all the comments that trolls and, and you know people say, they're not health-related. So that's what we're talking about here. If you think about it in the sense of a car being that our bodies are a vessel, would it not be ridiculous to comment on whether someone has a four-wheel drive? or a hatchback, you know, does somebody that have a Yaris, are they sick or are they, do they have some sort of disorder or are they struggling versus somebody that has a four-wheel drive? Is it that you're only okay if you have a sedan in the middle range of sizes? You know, you can't be too big and you can't be too small. You just have to be perfect. When you think about it like that and you break it down, it's ridiculous, yet it consumes most of our thoughts. I know for a fact, and I think everyone can relate, at the end of the day, you ask yourself what you've eaten. You ask yourself if you've eaten too much or too little or was it too much junk or too much, you know, too much chocolate at night. I had a few glasses of wine. I won't do that tomorrow. And you sort of start punishing yourself and making excuses. I won't do that tomorrow. I'll start a diet on Monday. Um, You know, tomorrow I'll go for a walk, whatever it may be. But you shame yourselves. Why can't it just be that you're just happy with how you are and you don't care about what you've eaten? You've eaten it. Great. Move on. Try and make good choices in your life before you've made them. And if your weight or your size is an issue and you want to lose weight or you need to gain weight or you need to exercise or whatever it might be, rather than guilting yourself or doing it because you've seen something on Instagram or you've seen a picture of someone or some dickhead has made a comment that's made you feel bad, think about whether it's important to you. And I believe that the biggest reason why women... And I know it happens to men too, but this is a podcast really around women. So I'm just going to talk about the, the female side of it. If you think about so how many women have failed at dieting, you know, businesses have made billions on, on dieting schemes and products and pl- weight loss plans and things like that. If you think about how many of them don't work and how many women spend their whole life obsessed with looking, you know, I remember in my mum's generation, it used to be diets at the back of the Woman's Weekly or the TV Hits magazine and they used to say, oh, Jennifer Aniston only eats baby food. I'm going to try that ridiculous fad for a week so I can look like Jennifer Aniston or some of the Woman's Days will have Kylie Jenner lost five kilos in a week. This was her diet. She eats a fucking smoothie and that's it. Uh, shit like that. We've all got memories of our mums looking through that. And even a lot of us, depending on our age, have done it too. And now we've got Instagram, we've got Ashy Bynes and all these fitness gurus that look fantastic. And they jump on Instagram and they say, you know, if you eat this, drink this disgusting collagen tea with fucking turmeric in it in the morning, you're going to look like me. And we all flock to have this disgusting sludge in the morning instead of our coffee. All this works because it's designed to fail. And the reason it's designed to fail is because the women that are falling for it, all of us, 
we're falling for it for the wrong reasons. The ones that don't lose weight and the ones that are yo-yo dieting are because they don't really want to do it for themselves. And what I mean by that is when you want something bad enough, you will achieve it. But when you're doing something because you think you are supposed to want it or society tells you you are supposed to want it, you're doing it because you're just going through the motions because you think that that's what you're meant to be doing, but you're not committing to it. So when it comes down to something like diets or exercise where you need a lot of willpower, if it's fake or superficial desire to achieve a goal, you're not going to actually commit long-term and get the result you need, hence the yo-yo dieters. Now, if you look, and I remember my mum, there was a time where I can't, I can't exactly remember, but I think it was just after Madonna had Lourdes. So it would have been in the 90s and there were all these magazines of Madonna and how she was obsessed with yoga and she looked so fit. And I think it was like she just gave birth to Lourdes and she just had this six pack. And my mum, who, you know, has always been a yo-yo dieter and has battled with her weight, like most mums, like, like the memories of you know, what most of us have, especially during the era of anywhere between the 70s to the 90s, it was still, uh, media wasn't really controlled in terms of the images that they put out there. We're a lot better now, you know, Dove and um, a lot of big fashion houses and bonds and things like that. They're using women of all shapes and sizes. And it's actually gone the other way where if you use rake thin women as your models, you kind of get criticized and it's not really a good look. But when I was growing up, it was that heroin thin Kate Moss era. So my mom, who was not a size six and, you know, was probably what the average Australian size is, she would have been, she used to yo-yo probably between a size 14 to 18, depending on what stage of her diets she was, because she did spend her whole life yo-yo dieting. She looked at this photo or this article about Madonna and I was really young and I remember her saying, oh, well, it's easy for Madonna because she's rich and she's got personal trainers and chefs that can cook for her. And that really wasn't a big deal as a comment. You know, it was something that you probably wouldn't think twice about. But as I'm growing up and I've become a mother to a little girl, those comments and those things really keep coming back to me. And I think about it and and see that my mum was guilted. My mum was guilted into looking at these images and thinking that this is what a successful woman, this is what a successful mother looks like. If you want to be a good mother or if you want to be a successful woman or strong or anything like that, then this is the image of what you should look like. And most women don't look like that. And it, it bothers you. It bothers you when you, someone tells you that you have to be a certain way and, and you can't achieve that. Now, I don't agree that celebrities or the wealthy are thin because they've got chefs or personal trainers. I've seen comments like that or I've heard comments like that even now. You know, a lot of people in my friendship group might might look at Beck Judd after she had the twins and say, oh, you know, she's only thin like that because she's got all the money in the world for a personal trainer. Yes, look, having a personal trainer does help. 
not going to say that it doesn't. But the reality is anybody can look like that if they really want it. These are all just excuses and they're excuses because deep down, if you really look into it, you don't want it bad enough and that's okay. But what I'm saying is rather than lying to yourself and kidding yourself and almost becoming resentful to women that don't have those struggles or do put that as priority and make changes, be more like Cardi B. Say fuck off to the haters, anyone that has a comment to say, and just own it. Own your shit. Be happy with what you are. And if you want to change it, you change it for yourself because you really want to. And you'll find if you can block out the noise and really think about what you really, really want, you will achieve it. But if you're just going with the flows of society and you're yo-yo dieting because you think that's what you're supposed to do or you're hiring a personal trainer or buying these apps for personal trainers online because you're seeing everyone else during ISO doing doing little push-ups and challenges online and you feel like you need to join in, then you're going to fail. It's been tried and tested for generations and I'm telling you now you're going to fail. It is far cheaper to eat healthy. It is cheaper to peel yourself a few carrots at night rather than reach out for the box of shapes. It is free to go for a walk or to go for a jog. You don't need to be rich or famous to be thin and to work out and be healthy. These are just the bullshit things that we say to make ourselves feel better because the reality is we don't want to do what it takes. A lot of people might be saying, nah, I generally, I just don't have time. I don't have time to to do those sort of things. If you really wanted it, you could wake up an hour earlier than what you usually do to work out. You all might be thinking, oh, but that's waking up at 4am or waking up at 5am. Yes, it might be, but I'm not telling you to cut off your right fucking arm. I'm telling you to wake up earlier and work out. If you wanted to do that and it was important for you to do that, you would do that. If it was genuinely important for you to be one size smaller, then you wouldn't eat that chocolate bar or you wouldn't reach out for the nearest snack that has high calories. This is the reality. But what I'm saying is don't let anyone shame you. Don't live your life and don't raise your daughter to follow those footsteps of living her life obsessed with what society thinks she should look like. Be happy with what you have. If you want to make a change, then you make it. But just because someone might have might have said an insensitive comment, may have said, oh, you've put on a little bit of weight during ISO or, oh, you're looking a bit bigger, fuck right off, person that said that. That isn't going to change how you feel about yourself. You need to learn to love yourself. And in order for people to change and in order for you to be accepted, you have to love yourself first. You need to be proud of the body you have, whatever size that might be, thin, fat, skinny, large, honestly, whatever the size might be, it's your size and it's your body. Health out of it, it cannot be about what image others 
think your body should have. And it sounds so simple, but it's profound because we don't do it. None of us do it. I'm forever worrying about what people will think. Am I too thin? Am I too big? Have I put on weight? Have I lost weight? It is exhausting. Who gives a shit? Who cares what we look like? Especially if it's coming from people that we probably don't know very well. Who cares if someone leaves a comment to say something that you've taken the wrong way and you think it means that you're fat or, or, or you're too thin? You don't know them and you don't owe them shit. It's like Cardi B would say, I have lipo money. Fuck the haters. If I want to put on some weight, great. She's in a tiny blue Louis Vuitton bikini holding a big brand new season Louis Vuitton bag. And you know why she's doing that? Because she's saying, you can't get to me because I'm fucking rich and better than you. And that's the attitude that every single one of us need to have. Are you happy? Do you have kids that are healthy and happy at home? I know for some of us, we do have a lot of things going on in our lives. You, you might have children that do have some struggles, but you've got to just look at the silver lining, the things that really matter. Do you have each other? Do you have the things that matter? And we, we should all if we're able to be positive thinking, have things that we're grateful for. And it should never be because we're skinny or because we look good for Cheryl that came the other day and said, oh, gee, you look good. Fuck what Cheryl thinks. That's not important. Because when you start to lose things, and during COVID, it's been a perfect way to reflect, when you start to lose your job or when you start to have financial trouble or when you start to worry that you might not see your grandparents or your parents again in times like this where you realise health is what matters, does it make a difference if you're in a smaller-sized pair of jeans? No. No, it doesn't. Yet why is it thoughts that consume our day and fill us with guilt. Something to think about, guys. And remember, your kids are watching, especially those that have daughters. Our daughters are watching. My mom's little comments, bless her because she has so much confidence and she is such a strong woman. But weight and body image has always been an issue and it has been for every woman. And those little comments that she probably can't even remember, I literally remember we were at Coles lining up at the Endeavour Hills Shopping Centre, lining up at the Coles line at the checkout and she picked up the magazine and I can even see the image of the magazine in my head and her comments about, oh, well, she's got personal trainers and chefs and that pain in her eye of, I'm, this is how I'm going to excuse why I feel like I'm not good enough. And it stopped and she was fine after that. But it, it resonated with me and I remembered it. And, and your daughters are going to do the same thing. I sometimes when I'm stressed really struggle with eating. It's not, it, I just lose my appetite. And my husband has always commented about it because when I'm really busy, you know, my mum comments about it too. I just genuinely forget to eat. I, I don't realize that I need to eat until I feel like I'm going to faint. So for me, it's a really big issue. And when things are busy in my life, I can drop weight quite quickly and I need to stay on top of it. So, you know, during COVID that's been happening with me and I've had to keep an eye on it because it's an anxiety thing. And my mom has sort of intervened and she'll get sustain or she'll get protein bars or, or things like that, that I can just kind of eat in between. So 
I'm sort of like eating like a normal person then and having Opti Slim bars in between as a snack just to make sure that I'm not losing too much weight. But he's said before, you need to sit down and have dinner. And I was like, oh, no, I don't have time to eat dinner. I'm just going to write some emails. And he's like, do you want your daughter to never see her mum sit down and have dinner? You don't don't join us for dinner. And it's not just a one or two night thing. You kind of just stand around us at the bench and you answer emails while we're all eating. And that's not healthy. And it just hit me because my daughter's only 18 months old. But he's right. Little things like that that I don't notice are going to stay with her. And... I'm her role model. At least for a a long time, I'm going to be her main role model. And she's going to see a woman that is anxious and too busy to eat. And what if she's not like that? One, if she is like that, then I don't want her to follow in that footsteps. I I don't want her to struggle with that sort of issue that, that I've struggled with. Or two, if she doesn't have that issue and she's an emotional eater and she eats when she's stressed, is she going to feel like she's not right or she's not normal because that's not what she's grown up seeing? Either way, it's a lose-lose because it's unhealthy and it's unnatural. So what I'm saying here is we have to teach our children and we owe it to our children to teach confidence, to be happy with who we are and to make sure that we're having healthy lifestyles eating appropriately, eating when we should be eating, not eating something as a guilty pleasure and then out loud in the car on the way home after the restaurant saying, oh, that was really bad that I ate that cake. I'm definitely going to watch what I'm eating tomorrow or I'm not going to eat tomorrow to cover for that. These are all toxic comments that we're making that our children can hear and we're, we're setting the wrong example. You ate the fucking cake, own it. How about you change your ways and just say, that was the nicest cake I've eaten. That was delicious. The end. Don't guilt yourself. Don't justify yourself. Just YOLO. You lived in the moment. That was great. If you need to be careful afterwards, that's fine. Make that an inside thought, but be careful what you say out aloud. And eventually, It shouldn't even be an inside thought. You know, everything in moderation is good, but guilt should be zero. Guilt is one thing in the world that we don't even need in moderation. You just need to own your shit and be proud of who you are. That's all from me from the Mumpreneurs Club. Thank you. Bye.